you want to live a life of freedom and adventure? Are you wanting more than the daily grind? Me too. Welcome to The Emma Lovell Show, a place where we talk about living a life you love now. I'm your host, Emma Lovell, and my number one value is freedom. I've spent the last 14 years running a business and traveling the world, and now I take my husband and toddler along for the adventure too. It's possible and I know you can create a life doing what you truly love as well. This podcast will inspire, motivate, and encourage you to go after your dreams, to create a life you love and to live it now, not wait for retirement or someday in the future. I'll be sharing episodes weekly about how I harmonize business, travel, and self-care. I'll also bring on incredible guests to share their journeys, the wins, the challenges, and how they're creating a life they love. Let's jump in and get dreaming. This is a space for you to manifest a life you love. I would like to acknowledge and recognize Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. I am grateful for the continuing care of the land, waterways and skies where I work, live, listen, learn and play. From here on Yugambeh country and from wherever you are listening, I pay my respects to the elders past and present. Hello and welcome to the podcast today. I am getting back to super short, quick ones and this topic has been coming up for a little while so I wanted to make sure I covered it and that is retreat versus conference. So the word retreat is getting bandied about a lot and people are talking about retreats a lot, let alone me. Uh, It's definitely a theme for 2024 and something that people are trying to include more. However, I think there needs to be some clarification on what a retreat is and a definition of a retreat um, because it can mean many things. It can be can be to very different types, but uh, a retreat is not a conference and a conference is not a retreat. And um, I might ruffle some feathers with this, but I, that's what I feel very strongly about. I'm also just going to disclaimer that I'm actually in India right now on a retreat. And so I'm recording this in my hotel room and there is quite a lot of noise, even early in the morning, um, just marble floors, the noise carries. So if you hear things, it could well be that, uh, but that's why I will also make it a short one. So to me, a retreat is about having an intimate group experience where you allow your clients to go away from the day-to-day to to, uh, retreat, to escape the day-to-day in a wonderful location, like-minded people, and have a transformative experience. It's very much about uh, the vibe that you're setting, the intention that you're setting, and the space that you're holding. Retreats are ultimately a space you hold. So sometimes those retreats, you don't have to go very far. Um, I've been to retreats that have been um, just 30 minutes away or an hour away, but I've felt miles away. I've been to retreats that have been half a day, one day, three days, five days, 10 days. I did a silent uh, meditation which is kind of like the ultimate retreat, <laughs> um, uh, but you know, but not the luxurious retreats and um, sort of glam style that I tend to I tend to run now. Um, very basic, but very very powerful and transformative. Uh, so I'll do totally do another episode all about vipassana, which is the ten day silent meditation and and a retreat 
you know, in itself. But what then is a conference? A conference is a gathering of people with a program. Again, tends to be in a lovely location, tends to be bringing people together for a like-minded thing, but also it tends to be a bigger size. And I think the real difference is in the programming and the way that you run the days and the time that you spend with people. And when you have 50 to 100 people and you have a program and you have speakers and you have multiple things going on, I don't think that you can have that intimacy and connection that's required for a retreat. And now <clears throat> I had a very clear case study of this. Uh, a colleague came to me and was telling me about the retreat that she was running. Um, she was telling me about all the work that was involved. Um, it was in a beautiful location, tick. Um, like-minded people there for a reason, tick. They got 50 people. And then they had their few-day program and the agenda. And she was telling me sort of about um, the involvement, the costs, um, the dealing with the hotels, the dealing with the guests. Um, And they hadn't had it yet, but, you know, just in terms of the way they were going to run it. And I just looked at her and I said, that's a conference. (laughs) It's not a retreat. Um, And... You know, without being, I wasn't trying to be critical or rude, but I just said, no wonder it's been such a big job for you. It's, it's a conference. Um, I don't think the retreats that I run have not been that volume of organisation or coordination. They take some, but not that much. <clears throat> I don't I think the holding of space is going to be challenging in that sort of environment. And, you know, it's, it's really hard to then gauge uh, the transformation that each person's going to have. It's just a different experience. Generally, conferences, you're going to learn. I feel like retreats, you're going to experience and you're going to feel. And so I did have someone else come to me and say, um, oh, funnily enough, the same colleague is running the same event this year. And I sort of, <laughs> I said, straight away, she said, we're running the retreat again. And then she looked at me and she said, it's a conference. <laughs> and I said, okay. Um, but they're still calling it a retreat because retreat word is sexy. Retreat word is attractive. Retreat word is um, engaging. And, you know, I went on another, um, I supported at an event last year uh, and it was held on the Gold Coast at the fabulous QT, great venue, tick. It had uh, two nights so people could come and stay. It was bringing together a group of women from one industry or a group of people that were, you know, both sexes from one industry and it was marketed as a retreat. However, again, it was 50 to 60 people. It was two full days in a, in a room, in a big meeting room with an agenda from nine to five. And now there would have been connections amongst the people, but the hosts, the hosts are running the program they're running the conf- they're running it the conference I'll call it a conference it was a conference but it was marketed as a retreat it's just such a different experience um the the design of it you know uh I could see people were tired and they're trying to learn everything they're trying to take everything in it was so much content uh the agenda the program was very full and then you had two nighttime events but just because you put an event on in the Gold Coast or in a beautiful location, does not therein make it a retreat. And I think you have to be really clear about your intention and what you're trying to run here. Uh, 
you know, I've shared a podcast called The Five Mistakes That Retreat Hosts Make. And I think one of the biggest ones is overloading the program, running a program like it's a conference, running a program like it's a workshop. One of the best things and the most beautiful things on retreat is the is the space. And even here in India where we are, you know, we did leave some space and thank goodness because one of the days we got caught in traffic for four hours. <laughs> we were really connected in the car that day. But, um, you know, we left space. And one of the days we only had one small thing in the morning. It allowed us then to have this day where we went with the flow and we went and we were able to have all these experiences and all this beautiful connection with local people, with the culture, with each other, have deep conversations whilst we were out there experiencing. So it doesn't mean you have to, a retreat doesn't mean you have to be fixed in the one spot. You can do activities together, but it has to be something that gets you in flow. It gets you connecting to yourself. It gets you to switch off from the day to day. And when you're having this program where it's all learning and education and teaching and lecturing, you you can't um, interact. You can't you can't have that time to have your own uh, transformation, really, and your own. Sometimes it's it's in the space, it's in those spaces in between, where the magic happens. Hello, my name's Kate Tune, and I'm the founder of Stay Tuned, a collection of digital education companies. I've had the pleasure of working with Emma Lovell on a number of different occasions. Not only was she MC at my in-person book launch event, she also helped me out on the virtual launch too. I've enjoyed photo shoots with her and Jade, and she's an excellent speaker and presenter. I chose Emma because she is just so full of beans. She brings life, energy, and enjoyment to wherever and whatever she does. So, yep, she's highly recommended. So I did have someone, and for me, look, I think a retreat is a I don't want to run a retreat over 20 people. I have uh, had many experiences of being a tour manager. It's a different type of thing where I take people to places like Nepal to trek to Everest Base Camp, cycling through Cambodia, trekking in Vietnam, uh, trekking to Machu Picchu, trekking in Bhutan, uh, cycling through Cambodia and Vietnam on the one trip. I've had groups of anywhere from eight to 32. And I can tell you that at the upper limits, getting towards 20, that's a good size. 18 is kind of good, but the magic, the magic number I've found is 12. 12 is a lovely group size. That's for me. Um, I did have a group of 32. I cycled through Vietnam with a group of women, a Dutch women, 32 women. I had an assistant. We had charity reps. We had team trying to coordinate all of that. And obviously we were doing something more intensive um, cycling, but trying to make that connection and bring the group together and have that cohesiveness, it was a lot harder over 20, which is why the company generally capped it at 20. Um, And I follow that on, especially if you're going to take people um, outside of Australia. I think that's really kind of your limit of, of space holding. You can bring in an assistant, but as the retreat host, it is your role to keep everyone together and to keep that space. Um, I did have someone who I know who runs retreats three or four a year who challenged me on that. She said she's had retreats of 32 people and she was able to, the way that she did the program, she was able to hold the space and and it was very much a, in a retreat in terms of its vibe. Um, and I think that's great. And um, if, if you really feel that you can hold the space, if you've got a program that works, 
if you can give people that that time and that um, intimacy, uh, that connection together and, and time with you, um, you know, time in your space, then go for it. But generally what I've seen is that it's not the same delivery. It's not the same experience. And the venue has a lot to do with that too. I hosted a, a retreat at the Sheraton um, on the Gold Coast, the Sheraton Mirage. It's lovely, beautiful, tropical sort of vibes, fabulous. But it's a conference venue. It was huge. And when we were trying to meet up, you know, just for a session, someone would forget, forget something and they'd be 15 minutes going back to their room trying to find the lunch venue, trying to find the space. Whereas my next retreat was held I, at a beautiful property in Kangaroo Valley. We had two living spaces. We had a big communal kitchen with a dining room. We had multiple outdoor connection spaces. So people would naturally come together. They also had their own space in their rooms. There was enough space that they could go away and have privacy. But it was much nicer being in a more intimate space and a space that was just for us. We were in quite a remote area and we were just at that venue so that was something that I learned you can have that being in a hotel um, but maybe it's more of a boutique hotel and it's a space where when I'm looking at retreats I'm looking at communal spaces where can we come together is it in you know even on recently I had my retreat day on the Gold Coast we hosted the um, sessions in my room because that was where we could be we could come together and it was a big room. We had space and I pick rooms based on that. But we also had beautiful tea room downstairs. We had beautiful lounge areas by the pool. Um, the cafe we went to was was small enough that we were all still together. Um, it wasn't, it didn't feel like we were disconnected or disjointed. So the main difference with retreat and conference is the program and it is the intention. And for me also, it's the size of the group. It's the capacity And just because you're going to hold something in a beautiful location, uh, you can't simply call it a retreat. So be really clear when you're going to set out and you're going to invite people to a retreat. Because if I went to something that was called a retreat and I turned up and it was more like a conference or a workshop, I'd be pretty annoyed. Um, When I'm promoting my retreat days, I'm giving a retreat experience. You feel like you've been there for multiple days when you might only be there for one day, one night, or two nights and one day. It's about the way that you bring the people together and hold space for them. And so you don't have to do multiple days. You can have half day, one day, four days, five days, whatever you decide. But really think about what is your intention for the retreat? What is the program going to look like? What is the venue where you're going to invite them and hold them together? That's all really important. And I just don't want to keep seeing conferences and workshops marketed as retreats. That's my uh, closing statement. So if this is something that you want to do and you're not sure and you're interested in learning or you would like to just have some help, I offer one-to-one, one-off strategy sessions with my Hour of Power. You can come along to one of my retreat days and experience what the way that I host a retreat and dream and plan your own. Or I can absolutely work with you privately and coach you to hosting your dream retreat, which is exactly what I'm doing here. Don't mind my voice just disappearing. It's exactly what I'm doing here in India with my gorgeous client, Christine Kankunen, who is running the She Freights Retreat. And it's just incredible to see this vision come to life. Uh, So 
you know, it doesn't matter on the industry. It doesn't matter your background. If you are called to run retreats and you think that you can create this beautiful space for transformative experience for your clients, for the women who are going to attend, for the people who are going to attend, it can be anyone, then, then you can be a retreat host too. I would love to work with you. I'd love to support you to make that dream come true. Um, And then if you need more information, head to my website, emmalovell.au. And for my upcoming events, emmalovell.au forward slash events. Thank you for listening. And I'd love to hear what you think on my Retreat Verse Conference uh, controversy. And uh, I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening, lovely one. I hope this has inspired you to dream big and start creating a life you love today. If you love what you're hearing, don't forget to follow and rate on Spotify and rate, review and subscribe on iTunes. It helps other awesome people to find this podcast and get motivated and inspired as well. Want to stay connected? Come and join the Live A Life You Love group on Facebook or connect with me on Instagram, emmalovell.au. The same as my website, but all the details are in the show notes, lovely. I'll see you next episode for more inspiration, motivation, and freedom seeking. Now go out there and live a life you love.